could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! Mr. Six Foot Nine, L. Cheech, and Dre the Juice Man. You're listening to the Mars and Mike podcast. Let's start the show. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Mars and Mike. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine, JT, back in this piece once again. And of course, I am rolling with my homie L. Cheese. What's up, homie? What's up, homie? How's it going, baby? Man, it is going good, man. It's going good. Couldn't be any better. You know, everyone has a couple things happen, you know, during the week. You know, one of the biggest things for me was yesterday my alternator went out and um, I had to get it fixed. I just got paid that same day. Ate my whole paycheck. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, so salty. But nevertheless, it was definitely needed. Um, you know, other than that, my week's been good. Uh, of course, so sorry to let you all know the Juice Man will not be on tonight's episode or today. It all depends on what time you're listening to this. Uh, he'll be back next week uh, for, for an episode. Be on the lookout for that. But... A lot of things has happened this past week in the wrestling world. I mean, damn. It's like, I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit last last Sunday, but this must have been like the continuation of it because it just got a little bit more murkier and it's getting a little bit more uglier. I mean, you know, some truths are coming out. Uh, some things are definitely being highlighted, but I mean... We're going to talk about them. So, yeah, before anything, RIP Bar Wrestling and RIP Shikara. Yeah, RIP Shikara, uh, Bar Wrestling. Mm. Well, okay, RIP. But before we go ahead. Let's definitely let's definitely uh, just jump right into it. So we can talk about a little bit of Raw. I mean, Raw wasn't once again. It was okay. I don't think that once again it was a show that had my attention the whole time. But I will say it looks like they're listening to the Marks and Mice podcast because it wasn't that long ago. Maybe an episode ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was an episode ago. We talked about Angel Garza and, of course, um, Andrade being a tag team. And voila. Voila. Here they are getting ready to chase after the goal. Uh, how do you feel about that happening finally? Because that they should have been pulled that switch. I mean, the, the fact that they went with it, you know, put them together, which makes sense. You know, good. The way they actually interrupted the match, because it's like, you know, war machine. That's how I see them. Fuck that. War machine or Viking Raiders or whatever. They're supposed to be monsters, man. You know? But um, the fact that 
you know, they do, they actually doing, you know what I mean, what we've been saying, you know what I mean, like, put them together, and, I mean, they're going to be money, but it just got to see what they're going to do, if they're actually going to go forward with it, you know, if this is just now, you know, but, oh, done with the strap, come on, man, that'll be money, especially, you know, I got to give it the Street Profits, Man, they, they they carry the ball, you know what I mean? They've been doing the thing. And, and, um, Montez, you know what I mean? He's doing his thing, so that'll be like a perfect, you know, dance partner for the for the guys, you know, because they're good at, you know, like bass, you know. They got that lucha and all that shit, but yeah, man, it's pretty dope. And I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, a Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade. That will be definitely, definitely money. And I can already see my girl Bianca Belair getting involved. So I can't wait. That's going to be big time money. Uh, but we got to move on to Impact. Impact on Tuesday, I mean, almost didn't even make the show because they had to literally edit out so much material involving. Um, Joey Ryan, who we found out has, well, not just us, the whole entire wrestling community, he was released from his contract from Impact. Uh, he was released. Um, they had to edit out Michael Elgin as well and find out today he's also been released. Yeah, nah, and that including uh, their champion, too. Tessa Blanchard, you know what I mean? That was, you know, kind of a surprise due to the fact that, you know, she was the champion, even though it shouldn't have happened in the first place. I understand what they were trying to do. It was cool. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, everything happened. But um, she never seemed to accommodate herself, as in, you know, knowing that, you know, she got work or whatever. She lived all the way in Mexico. Or, you know, then again, Come to find out, her contract's up in four days, June 30th. So, you know, I guess the, the problem was in that, because I don't know if you remember, if you, at the beginning of the year, once she got the belt, there was accusations about her being racist and some comments or whatever. They never really took matter into that issue. But I guess they wanted her to do some promos and, you know, some shit from Mexico just to keep her on TV, you know? And um, she never replied, I guess. So, and then if you notice, they've been having good shows without having the champ, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like, well, fuck it, you know, we got rid of her, but uh, I'll be intrigued where she end up next, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, Impact, they're in a pickle, you know what I mean? Because let's see why they could pull up the sleeve. You know, it's unfortunate, but um, a lot of went went down. Yeah, man, a lot a lot did go down when you really think about it. It's like, I mean, all she had to do was send promos. So to me, she had zero intention on coming back. Uh, to do anything with the title, she kind of held the title hostage, you know, and kind of kind of held things up. I mean, literally, the only thing you had to do was send promos. That's all you had to do. Hell, people people make TikTok videos in a couple minutes. 
it's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, she being, you know, a big investment, you know what I mean, on her, you know? And she she should have been a little more professional, even though, you know, we just speaking of what, you know, we known, you know, sometimes things get overblown or whatever, but then again, you know, she, she so, you know, quote-unquote, rub people the wrong way, you know, in locker rooms or so. It's sad, but you know, but um, it, it's messed up, you know, for the company because now it's like, hey, they they gotta get and scrap most of the fucking episodes they already had going, you know, and um, you know, I know they could fill them in with other wrestlers, you know, just they've been doing pretty good, you know what I mean? So I know they'll, you know, they'll get the everything together and. You know, but uh, yeah, that's that was a big hit. Literally, cancel culture, like cancel, bye bye. Yeah, man, and it, it was over just as fast as it started. And my main thing is really being upset when it comes to Tessa. Like I said, neither one of us is there. It's not like we know people inside, inside sources, but we're just from the outside looking in, like the rest of you all, reading, reading those stories online or listening to this podcast. My whole thing is, it's like okay, she had the chance to really do something. Like, really, really do something on a major level because I'm not going to say that Impact is, like, not on a major level. It's it's on a major level. It just doesn't have the, the, the television exposure that it needs. If Impact, I believe if Impact had a, Impact had a home, like a, you know, like a, you know, TBS or, or a CBS, you know, it, even something like that, I, I believe Imp- Impact could compete with the best of them. But, you know, my whole thing is, is like, she had a chance to really do something and do something great. And she didn't take advantage of the opportunity. She only defended the title, what, once? Twice? No, once. No. Yeah, well, once against yeah. Taya. Yeah. One time. That was it. And it's like, you know, this is huge. Yeah, you're, you're the world heavyweight champion. The first ever female to be world heavyweight champion on a major level. And I'm not going to say that she surpassed China at all, period. China was just the intercontinental champion in WWF. Tessa was the world heavyweight champion. And she did absolutely nothing. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that COVID had a lot to do with a lot of things not, you know, going places. But come on, man. You could at least try and do something. And my my whole thing is what, to me, in my opinion, is I don't know who's going to be gun-ho to sign her. Because she basically... She basically held that held the title hostage, held the company hostage, but not either a following through on the things that they needed her to do. I mean, simple promos, she could have did that. People people even do that for for indie shows. She could have did that, man. That's just that's just my opinion. But you know, I, I know I know a lot of the AEW marks out there. Oh, oh test test the AEW. I mean, but then again. 
that puts a bad taste in my mind as a promoter. But once again, this is me not knowing the whole story. This is just us looking on the outside, looking in. But if we're going off what we've read and heard online, um, that puts a bad taste in my mouth as a promoter because what's going to stop you for doing that very same thing to my company? I think at this time, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, she, she 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 might have to be like let's say like perhaps nobody will sign her but me like the shock value like I could see her pop up at NXT you know what I mean like just like going for the gun so not necessarily NXT or perhaps SmackDown or Raw because you know right now you have Becky Lynch gone Charlotte's gone you know what I mean like Asuka. We know how she, what she's capable of doing, but they haven't been pushed her like that ever since she got to the main, you know, to Raw and stuff. But it would be dope, Tessa, you know what I mean? she go, but most likely she probably, you know, you know, God knows, she probably fucking going to end up pregnant, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, hope not, you know what I mean? But um, it should be a night, like, to see what would be a pickup. Perhaps it could be Ring of Honor. That, you know, there to, you know, they got some, you know, some allegations there that they're pretty serious too, man. And, they, they you know, Ring of Honor trying to, like, you know, keep their image clean. So, this one is a tough one, bro. For sure, bro. Like, this, this is real, real, real tough because you don't know where she can end up. I mean, it could be any of those companies, WWE, whether it be NXT or all SmackDown. She can end up in AEW because her dad's in AEW, but you know, like I said, as a businessman, I don't know if I can roll the dice w- without letting this blow over for some time. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't expect her to be on an episode of Dynamite you know the the following Wednesday, this this upcoming Wednesday. Like, I don't expect that. I think it's gonna be some time before we do see her. But if we do see her, you know, hey, everyone loves shock value. Everyone loves that 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 big pop of oh my god. So we'll see where she ends up. At the end of the day, I want the best for everybody. But me personally, I think you know she could just take some time, just to have some time to herself and just reflect. You know, to be honest. You know, she doesn't have to just hop into another company right away. She can just take some time to just, you know, self self evaluate, you know, reflect, and then hop back into the ring. I mean, I think EC three is doing a good job of that. He hasn't hopped right back into a company. He could have the non the non compete clause is over with, but you know, we'll see. Uh, but moving on from Impact. We already mentioned in yeah. seeing AEW, but let's talk about one thing. I want to put this out there for AEW uh, and NXT. So the ratings came out, and as I continue to say every single week, I don't care about the ratings. I care about how the show actually felt to me. Uh, unfortunately, um, well, I'm not going to say unfortunately. NXT end up topping AEW this week, and the wrestling world is confused or they're shocked as uh, far as ratings go. But far as the show goes, um, I'm going to say this: 
I prefer NXT this week over AEW. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely preferred NXT over AEW. But I'm going to talk about AEW real quick. And one thing I do want to mention, and I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying about AEW or that that, that I'm just talking shit or what, what have you. But, okay, AEW is a, is a good product. It's a great alternative. My whole thing to me at this point is this. Every single match. The first match is supposed to be a lumberjack match. Chaos. It goes everywhere, right? Okay. The next match. And that, that match between Luchasaurus and Warlow was f- fucking awesome. Like, I loved it. But it went everywhere. It defeated the whole purpose of a lumberjack. Now, yes, we, we do know in, in lumberjack matches, they go outside the ring. But no, these guys were all over the stage. They were all in the crowd. It's not a lumberjack match. It's not a lumberjack match at all. But I'm not, I'm not the type to get all, you know, all, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? All, all gun hole and, you know, politically correct. But if you're going to name it a lumberjack match, let that be it. But I guess this is AEW's version of a lumberjack match. It was a solid match, yes. Did it need to go everywhere? No. Did we need all the chaos? No. But did it help with the match? Yes, it did. Then the next match, right? AEW Women's Champion Sheeta versus Red Velvet, right? Once again, Match ends very quickly, and what happens? It goes everywhere. It's in the crowd. All right. The fighter fest, the fighter fest press conference. Man, that's a hard one to say. <laughs> the fighter fest press conference with Cody and Jake Hager. Um, to me personally, overhyped for a television title. Overhyped. Um, go ahead, Cheech. This is, um, they trying to make the sport, you know, feel to it. You know what I mean? The press conference and stuff like that. You know, they known for that before. You know, now in the COVID thing, uh, era, it, it looked kind of, yeah, cheesy or whatever, but... You know, whenever you have a chance to have Arn Anderson get the stick and just, bro, this might, might even shout out Blue Shoe, you know what I mean? Blue Shoe Army, you know what I mean? Like, the the fact that they know how to use, he's there for a reason, so let's give him the mic, you know what I mean? I mean, um, Hager, the way he should have been all the time, not talking, you know, he did pretty good. You know, it seems like they kind of fucked up in when the um, Hager's wife trying to, like, spill the water on Cody. You know what I mean? Which you think Cody's wife is right next to him. You know, you you know, you would think the wife would, like, get up and go, go crazy on the, you know what I mean, on Hager's wife. But she didn't do nothing. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So, but you know what I mean? If you use your logic, you know what I mean? But they, they kind of like, a little hesitation, but you know what I mean? Overall, I, I get it. You know what I mean? What what they trying to do, you know what I mean? It's just, 
it's still a show, you know what I mean? So they got to give you something, you know what I mean? Like different, I guess. But yeah, it's kind of like different, you know, like you said, boom, the belt. And then next thing you know, they have press conference and shit. But, you know, they trying to like give the value of the championship, I guess, you know. I'm pretty sure probably he gets it from his dad, you know, um, Dusty Rose or something like that, how to make something good. But, yeah, it, it was, you know, a little, a little campy. Yeah, man, the shit was corny, bro. I'm I'm just gonna call for for what it was. Like, you know, like to me, honestly, then then one of the things that I didn't like was Cody still trying to explain the 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 status of the title. Like, yeah, we 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 know this is not the the complete product, uh, the finished product. Like, dude, we've known this is Mike Tyson un- unveiled that that title at Double or Nothing. My my whole thing is is like you know, don't oversell a TV championship match. Like to me, that that's that's what it boils down to. I mean, I understand it's a TNT championship or quote unquote TV championship, but don't oversell it. I mean, you're overselling this match. This match is a, is the same match I've seen on uh, WWE. Uh, e superstars, which came on what Saturdays or was that Thursday Thursday uh, nights or Saturday uh, nights? I can't remember. But don't overhype it. It's just a TV championship match. Uh, are they gonna tear down the house? Possibly, because Cody hasn't had like a bad match in AEW like that. That I can say he has not had a bad match, and you know they could definitely tear it down, but. I think that maybe the overselling of the TNT championship has a lot to do with TNT, the network itself. That could be it as well. Because perhaps, because I, yeah, I mean, because, because I can see, I, I can actually see the TNT champions showing up on, uh, half, halftime shows on NBA, on TNT, you know, and th- things like that, or, you know, or college, uh, you know, college basketball, March Madness, have the TNT championship uh, there, or have the, the have the TNT champions make uh, make a cameo appearance, like doing a commentary. Like I, I can see TNT doing some something to that extent with AEW with that championship, but yeah, they just oversold it for me. Uh, but mo- moving on, uh, AEW looks like they are listening to the show. Probably not, but whatever. Somebody listening, someone told them. But we've been talking about Sonny Kiss not being on AEW Dynamite for, I don't know, what, five episodes? Yeah. I've been saying it. I've been preaching it. Why isn't Sonny Kiss on Dynamite? Why isn't he on Dynamite? He's just as talented as Orange Cassidy. Why isn't he on Dynamite? And that's not to yeah. compare, but that's not to compare the two. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting, putting them two head to head. Like I, I could have picked anybody. I could have said he's just, he's just as uh, talented as uh, Q, QT Marshall, or he's just as talented as you know any of those guys on the roster. But why is he on there? And he finally shows up on the episode of Dynamite with the bad boy Joy Janela. The match, I love the match. Loved every bit of the match. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. 
What I did not like was the vignette before. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the whole the whole gas station gas station beat down. It's like nah, bro. That was um Sax Snyder, bro. Cut. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That probably it probably was, but nah, bro. Nah, I wasn't feeling like you know if you're gonna introduce Sonny Kiss to the world, y'all could have did a better job. We're, we're doing that with, with him and Janella. Like, I, I just felt like that was just so rushed. Like, they didn't take any time with that. Um, but the match itself, go ahead. I, I was going to say they actually, you know, the, the um, AEW Dark on Tuesday, they actually wrestled. They had a match and they won, you know. So then it's like, boom, the next day. You know, on TV, uh, they come out like you said. They look good. You know, they've been yeah. It was kind of you know cheesy. You know, slow mo fighting or whatever. You know, uh, could happen, but yeah, my people. But the fact that they actually you know put them out there is awesome. You know, what I mean, somebody's listening. You know. Somebody got to be listening, but yeah, the match was definitely good. It showcased both Joy Janela and Sonny Kiss. I mean, they look great together as a tag team. I, I would have never put them as a tag team in AEW, you know, but they were they were great. They were absolutely great, um, and I personally cannot wait to see more of Sonny Kiss and Janela, I mean, even, you know, it, it was against Brody Lee and Cole Cabana, um, you know, to me, was the match kind of a little slow? It was, but it but it picked up. It picked up very fast. But I enjoyed it. The only thing that I would say out of that whole entire card from Dynamite that I enjoyed like very very well was uh, FTR versus SCU. That was a great match. That was so good. But once again, did not like the fact of all all the tag teams showing up. But it was good to see Pentagon and Ray Phoenix back. I've been missing those guys for a while. But yeah, where the it, fuck was Pentagon at? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was gone for a little minute. Now, now that you think about it, because Ray Ray Phoenix was on everything. I mean, he was on Double or Nothing. He was jumping, jumping across the stage, kicking Orange Cassie in the mouth. Like no, no pen, no, no Pentagon. But Ray Phoenix was there to do all the the dirty work. But yeah, we're finally going to see another good match between possibly. Uh, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix versus FTR, but I would love to see that, but once again, it's just the only thing I take away is almost everything ends in chaos. Like, there's no solid, there's barely any solid storytelling throughout the build-up. It's just chaos, 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 and I would like to see more solid building. Um, of course, then, the squash match of the night, uh, Cage versus Cruz, <laughs> which you know, 
it, it, it was what it was. But that Matt Hardy versus Santana could have been better, in my opinion. You? I mean, it was it was what it was. You know, it was supposed to be Sammy Guevara, but as we all know now by now, um, he's under suspension. So I guess they just switched it up to another inner circle member. But um, yeah. I wasn't expecting much out of it, you know. Just, uh, you know, it was a message great to see uh, Matt Hardy being used, you know. And But, uh, the, you know, the heels get the heat back always at the end, you know. But um, eh, it, was, it was just a match, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, but... Unfortunately, with some events, you know, the championship for Fighter Fest might be, you know, in jeopardy, you know, since, um, and they act, that's one thing, I, I take my head out to them, um, Excalibur, you know, an announcement, you know, when Cruz was getting his ass handed to him, um, <laughs> you know, they mentioned about the fact about, um, Ambrose, oh, oh, my bad, Mosley not being there, and, you know, the reason why, you know, it was kind of like, to, you know what I mean, kind of cool the way he he said it, you know, you don't really usually hear that, but, you know, as something as serious as this, you know, it's, you know, it, it should be normal, but still, it's kind of like, like, oh, shit, you know, they acknowledge it, you know what I mean, and. I think now they want everybody gonna acknowledge it more, you know. But um, we we should see what happens with the fighter fest because now you know they got some serious uh, um, challenge with, with the with the yellow and black brand over there. They got the you know a big title match over there at NXT. Yeah, I mean, you also got to look at it. Yeah, people are going to say counter-programming, and I absolutely agree. That was such a counter-programming move, but guess what? NXT would have been on Wednesday regardless. They just put a title behind it. That's it. Uh, Not just any title, one of Dusty Rose titles, but you know what? I can't be mad because that's like a real big boss move when you look at it though like it's like oh okay you're you're gonna be throwing the pay-per-view over the next two weeks okay all right um q music great american bash and i'm not i'm not just gonna use any any pay-per-view i'm gonna use one of the old daddy pay-per-views you know the pay-per-view names that we actually own we're gonna use that that was such a boss ballsy move but at the same time it's like i could see i, I could see like the the diehards and the people that just hate everything wwe does being like really pissed off about that decision but i mean it's a business move you all were clamoring yeah. for this this war yeah i saw um dusty's daughter she put out a tweet like saying like you know what I mean for like she like retweeted the WWE announcement or something like that or whoever announced it and 
she was like for them to pay her mom some royalty, some shit like that, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's always something behind it because it always is this thing, you know, with the trademarks. You know, if you have a trademark, if you don't use it by a certain amount of time, you lose it. You know what I mean? And I just hope, man, if they do keep doing that, man, fuck, I don't care. Bring back Halloween Havoc. I don't care. Use use that name alone. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. NXT Halloween Havoc and Halloween Falls on on a Saturday this year, I think. I don't know. I I haven't been trick or treating, so you know. But that would be dope. NXT Halloween Havoc, and but 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 if they bring it back, they gotta have like the classic set with with the with the tombstones and the pumpkins and all that stuff. Like you gotta have it. You gotta have that if you're gonna do it. it but it falls on a Saturday too. Oh, that's a perfect takeover too, like NXT Takeover Halloween Havoc. <laughs> that works. That works so yeah. so well. Oh my gosh! Do it. Uh, do it now, fuck it. Like book it now, announce it now. Like <laughs> let's go ahead and do it. But yeah, I mean, I can understand his daughter putting that out there, like. You know, cut my mom a check. I can understand that. You know, I ain't, I ain't even mad at her for that. You know, that's what that's that's what that's what any child would do in that in that situation. Whether it's for like a name or you know, even if you're like a even if you're like a songwriter, like you know, and you know, you pass away, and your kids, your kids have like the kids have like you know, of course, your legacy to continue. Like perfect, perfect uh, example. Megan, Megan the Stallion, uh, put out a song, "Girls in the Hood." Well, that was a sample from Easy E, "Boys in the Hood," and it was cleared. But Easy E's daughter didn't like that decision, so I can understand that with uh, with Dusty's daughter not liking that decision. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, at the point, your dad's name is still living on, so that's the, that's the most important part. Uh, but NXT knocked it out the park, um, especially the main event. Oh my gosh, that that triple oh, threat match! Limitless. Deliver. Speak on it, cheat. Speak on that match, cheat. Dude, the vignettes before, boom, pumping them up. Like, oh shit, you know what I mean? But um the way they made Keith Lee pass in his glory, man, they made him look like a million bucks. Everybody taking bumps for the big guy. You know what I mean? They trying to chuckle, you know, sleepers, you know what I mean? And you know, if he stay on his feet and by that mean, like, you know, not doing all them crazy jumps or whatever, like, protects him. His bump card, like they say. Man, that dude. I'm just going to say right now. Fucking Keith, two belts. I see it coming, brother. I see it. Because, man, the dude, the way they made him look against Balor and freaking Gargano. 
before, like, you know what I mean? The way they, the week before, you know what I mean? The little promos, the vignettes, like I said, they were, like, strong, making them, like, bro. <laughs> that Adam Cole and him, I'm telling you, they're going to, they're going to wing it again. You know what I mean? Because, oh, man, that, that that match and the way Keith Lee, you know what I mean? He, I mean, we, we, we've we been, you know what I mean, limitless. You know what I'm saying? We, we've been on it. But um, the way they see it, this is the time. If you're going to make the switch for Cole, because, you know, not to kind of switch a little bit from, you know, a little something I heard or and want to work with guys from NXT. So... Now that they filming on the Performance Center, it might be easier. You might see uh, Orton against fucking Adam Cole, Ciampa, you know what I mean? But going back through to Mr. Keith Lee, man, that main event was unbelievable. You saw everything, you know, and they, they everybody did their thing, but... Like I said, Keith Lee looks strong. Yeah, Keith Lee looked very, very strong. I mean, and then you got to think about it. These are two former NXT champions that that he's going up against. And Johnny Gargano and, of course, Finn Balor. Like, that, that alone, him going over both, in my opinion, was a stamp of approval to push him to the next level. And of course, us not knowing what's going on with Adam Cole's situation because he hasn't signed the contract yet that I know of, that anyone knows of, unless they put it out there. But he could be leaving NXT to go to AEW as well. So we don't know. We don't know. But man, NXT, once again, uh, getting me hyped for a future main event between these two in the next week or so. Uh, next two weeks, I believe. So, yeah, their their championship match is going to go on the same night of the uh, AEW uh, heavyweight championship match between Moxley and Brian Cage. That's what I believe that what's going to happen. But I am definitely excited to see what happens. Uh, the card itself hasn't been hyped up to me when it comes to... Uh, NXT Great American Bash, but if they put some great filler matches to build up to these two nights, then maybe we can have something come out. Like I know, I know that we have a scrap match between uh, Roderick Strong and Dexter Loomis. That's about it. But I don't know of anything else that's going to be popping. I mean, of course, we'll we'll let you know probably by next week. By that time, the first week would be over. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see the, you know, Salvador Escobar. I don't know if that's his name. You know what I mean? They'll probably build up some storylines coming up. But um, I think they're just going by the name. You know, oh, we'll put the name out there, get everybody talking. You know, Great American Bash. And then they'll come out with with something, you know, because uh, they got you know they gotta keep up with the Joneses, like they say, right? 
Yeah, man, you got to keep up. I mean, you want to stay relevant, you're going to do what you have to do, I guess. Uh, speaking of relevancy, we cannot go on through this show without talking about the craziness of, of course, some more news uh, coming out. 12 people test positive at WWE for COVID, including in-ring talent. This is crazy. I heard, I heard it was two dozen. You know what I mean? That's, two that dozen. Means, wow. Yeah, yeah, and you know, one of them, of course, we know um, as Adam Pierce. You know, um, longtime ROH wrestler, um, Kaylee Braston, one of the commentaries. She said she got it for the second time. That kind of like, oh shit. Because I would say, like, I thought I had it at the early in January. You know what I'm saying? I was in the hospital, and, you know, uh, it was bad. And to me, it, I felt like I had it already. But now she says you could get it again. You know what I mean? And everything's getting, like, more more serious. And it's like you don't know what to do. But as long as, you know, you know do your thing. But her and then, of course, Renee Young. You know, this messed up, you know. Her show get canceled, not because of, you know, ratings issues, because, you know, they wasn't getting the best of ratings, but they wasn't doing that bad. But, you know, it's more pretty much economics from the COVID-19 with everything that's going on now. But then on top of that, she get her show canceled, she get the COVID. And as we all know, whoever know, you know, follows... You know, she's married to AEW champion, John Mosley. So he has to quarantine. So that jeopardized the match, you know, for Fighter Fest. So it's crazy because if you think about it, UFC and AEW been testing for three months. You know, nothing. WWE wasn't on it. It wasn't even having masks. Now, as I heard, they handed masks to the to the NXT talent that they'll be at there as fans, you know. And now they're gonna be testing, you know. And and it's it's sad, you know. It could have been preventable, I guess. But now it shows you how real this shit is, my man. And dude, it, that that shit is it, crazy. Like. Like you said, because the thing is, at first they had the the uh, NXT talent, but then they started inviting about quote unquote family friends, and you know? that's when they I think it was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Because right there you bringing people from outside and all that, and it's fucked up, especially in Florida right now. You know everything. Look, it's on the sky, right? You know what I mean? Rising and stuff, and it's. I wish it wasn't true, you know, but. Man, that's don't look good, you know what I mean, for you know, wrestling moving forward, you know what I mean? Nah, it doesn't look good, but we we proposed this question before or this statement before, and we we proposed this like when COVID first broke out after you know, well, it broke out and Mania was canceled, and we said on the show, well, maybe, just maybe, they should just cancel wrestling for right now. Cancel it. 
have wrestling take a break. Dre Dre was saying, well, you know, there's no fans. It doesn't feel right. Maybe they should just take a break. Even you said it. Exactly. And no, and imagine, let's say, taking a month or so. And then when they come back, they're able to have some fans or whatever. You know how much it's going to be the... Because you know how everything is when you have it. But once, you know what I mean? You don't know what you... Have. When you, until you lose it, you know what I mean? But once you don't have it, and man, it, it's going to be crazy, you know what I mean? And it's going to be more excitement. But that's just us as fans saying that shit. These people got to work about sponsors and TV deals and all this stuff, you feel me? So they don't care. They just care about them slave master posing on them dollars, you feel me? Exactly, and if you listen to last week's episode, I'm sorry, last week's, if you listen to this past Thursday's episode, you know what Cheech was referring to. That was the closing, uh, the ending of the interview with Gringo Loco. If you have not listened to that interview yet, I highly suggest you go back and listen to Gringo Loco's interview. I'm telling you, he is dropping nothing but mad science facts uh, about about the industry, about the people that he's worked with, about uh, DJZ. Uh, I mean, just so much MLW, AIW. Just go back, go listen to the interview. It's a very fun conversation. We played some trivia, but go back and listen to that episode. Trust me, you're gonna love it. But back to back to uh, especially talking about this situation, and you're right. I mean, it's more than just, you know, us as fans. So, well, what, why? They should just stop. I mean, Vince is so greedy. No, it's not that. I mean, because if you're going to say Vince is greedy, I guess Tony Khan is greedy. Impact Wrestling is greedy. You know, MLW at one point was greedy, but MLW stopped, stopped doing tapings. They stopped doing tapings. ROH stopped doing tapings. Uh, New Japan just started back tapings, but they stopped for a while. I think, personally, you just need to take a break. We will be okay. It is too much damn content on streaming platforms. If you pay for them or you don't pay for them. But it's too much streaming uh, wrestling to be going on. That's wrestling available everywhere. YouTube, IW... uh, TV, which is an independent wrestling TV app. Uh, you also have Power Slam TV. Nothing else to watch. Uh, nothing else to watch on TV, which is also a wrestling app. Uh, High Spots Network. I mean, I can continue going on and on. Impact Plus. Impact Plus. I was going to say that, bro. On some real shit. That man, that, 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 that 04 and on, 05, man, the, they had some good shit, man. They have some great matches in the roster. You know, people that you didn't even think, you know what I mean? At that time, you know what I mean? Man, Raven was doing his thing. Man, I always, you know, like Raven. But, yeah, there's, like you said, there's so many alternatives out there, you know? And I think, I think at this point, I mean, wrestling, besides wrestling, I'm going to take that back. Besides the NBA, wrestling is one of the most contact sports. 
It is. I mean, you have you have, of course, USC mixed martial arts. That's contact. But I don't think no one has more contact to the human body than professional wrestling. Even with football, I mean, yeah, you get tackled. You know, someone someone may you know may hold you, but no one is constantly touching like you are in professional wrestling. And I think at this point, they just need to take a break. If the cases are rising everywhere, places like Florida, which both AEW and WWE are recording out of, I think they need to slow down. I think they need to take a break, whether that's one month, two months, three months, I don't know. But just take a break. Yes, I understand that our TV deals and contract fulfillments that have to be made or else, you know, you have to... I mean, at this point, you you breach you breach your contract. But in this case, are you going to put profit over people or people over profit? That's what it boils down to. I understand you're going to take an L regardless. Everyone is taking an L from this pandemic. But you got to think about long term, right? The long term is if I have my staff happy if i have my staff healthy then after this is over or once they get a handle on this the happier they will be i don't care if you wrestle if they're wrestling for wwe or aew they're they're at risk because it's too much contact it's way too much contact bro yeah, too much. And um, I don't know, before I forget, over the weekend, it was pretty much the first indie show, the GCW, they had one uh, in Indiana. We had our boy Stray Lamar and um, Lee Morty tear that, you know what I mean? Tear the ring up. They did their thing, you know what I mean? So this. You know, um, Lolo, Gringo Loco was in it. You know, he had a match. He sold out. You know, and um, damn, I forgot. I know, the other guy, the Juice. Help me out here. Oh, yeah. AJ, AJ. AJ Gray. Yes. Man, he, man, that dude, man, I hope everything goes well for that dude, but he got some shit, and, you know, there was a match with Tony Depp into, you know, the series was different. You saw every time every match was over, you saw the guys come in with the racks and the, you know, sanitizers, sanitizing the ropes. You know, you saw the, some fans you know, six feet to some extent, they would have masks and stuff like that. But um, it was somewhat gratifying, you know, seeing an event going on. kind of give you hope, you know. Oh, shit, they were able to do it. But it was in, you know, in Indiana. So, you know, states got different laws and stuff like that. But like I say, it gives you kind of hope 
Like, it could be done. You know what I mean? But not, unfortunately, not every promotion perhaps have, you know, GCW pockets. GCW got some deep pockets because, you know, as we will know, they travel the world. Yeah, GCW does travel the world. Um, Very good. Very good high pay-per-view put on. Shout out to AJ Gray. Shout out to Trey Lamar. Shout out to Lee Morty. Shout out to our uh, this past week's guest, Gringo Loco. All of them killing it. And shout out to and everyone that performed in Indiana for GCW. I mean, like you said, it does bring bring independent wrestling some hope. But once again, you know, I believe if independent wrestling had to take a break, I think the major leagues should take a break. But honestly, wrestling as a whole just needs to pr- take a break. Like I know, I know that wrestling is, you know, not only not only for the fans, it's, it's therapy, but it's also for the wrestlers. It's their therapy. But just until this is handled, and you know, definitely, you know, to a point where we're able to know everything about this disease, I think honestly, I mean, it just. That has to be just put put on hold right now. I mean, our entertainment, yes, we we're, we're human beings. We love to be entertained, but there's nothing wrong with watching streaming apps and getting your fix there. I mean, because COVID is affecting people that you know you wouldn't think. Like the last person in my mind, I was thinking who would have got COVID would have been Renee Young. Because she's a broadcaster. She's rarely in contact with people. Hell, WWE backstage was shot at her home. The only time the the only time that I believe she had contact was is, is when she was on SmackDown not too long ago. But still, you know, it's like at that point, I don't know. Because it's COVID sitting at home. Like, you know, I meant I mentioned on the show last week, uh, my brother. Okay, and then and then I found out also this week that my godmother and my great aunt. So it's hitting close to home, and it's like you know, if it's affecting people, just normal people, everyday life, like the people I mentioned, it's going to affect these athletes, Cleveland Indian um, roster people on the rosters are testing positive. I mean, these athletes that keep their body in tip-top shape. So it's like, honestly, I know as fans, we're going to miss it. Uh, We're going to be clamoring for it. But I think the wait will be definitely worth the reward that we'll get from this once we get a a definite, you know, grasp on, on everything that's happening. We say it on the show all the time. Yeah, it started off... As a joke, but no, we mean that. Like, seriously, do those do those things. And before we get ready to end the show, you know, I'm just trying to think, is there anything that we missed that we need to touch on? Um, not really, unless, um, I mean, I was trying to say um, Ring of Honor. You know, we all know, like, Marty, about Marty Squirrel, you know. 
that one is kind of sketchy, tricky, you know, because, you know, of course, when all this speaking out, it came out like the story about this so-called girl that go by kitten, you know, I guess there was an event perhaps five years ago in IPW UK. And um, I guess she was, she claimed she was 16, you know. And that's how they claim, I guess she was 16 at the time. And uh, perhaps Marty Squirrel and her, you know, did a thing or whatever. But uh, she claims that, you know, of course, like everything, like something happened. But um, when, you know, when the story comes, like she says, she was incredibly drunk. You know, like, pretty much, right? If you were incredibly drunk, would you remember anything? Right? So, anyhow, um, she goes in on dude, and the thing is, also, I guess the girl was a trainee at the time, and the place and her dad was a referee. So, you know, they came out some screenshots about her dad and uh, Marty Squirrel. Uh, an exchange, I guess, Marty Squirrel apologizes for any, you know, I guess he felt bad or whatever. He claimed, you know, they only kiss or whatever. But she says another story. But to me, the fact that she says she was incredibly drunk. And the person that was supposed to be buying her drinks happens to be this guy named Daniel Edler that happens to be the IPW promoter, I guess. And she was the, he was the one buying the drinks. And also she claimed, also claimed that that promoter raped her. You know what I mean? So it's like so much crazy shit. And I said you're with Marty Scroll. Cause he came out with a statement. There was even people saying that he was plagiarizing one of Kobe's, Kobe Bryant, um, apologies. You know what I mean? And you know how Twitter is—they don't give a fuck. They go in. But um, to me, the fact that the lady said that she was incredibly drunk—you know—it's kind of like, come on. And then again, she was 16, drinking, even though I guess in the UK is okay. But still, it's just a judgment, you know. But to me, just the fact that it kind of, you know, bring up and as you can see everything, you know, Sammy Gobarro got freaking suspended. But then you got Jimmy Jacobs, he goes to rehab. Ring of Honor, I don't know how they will react. Because remember, like, Marty scores like a big player for them. You know, I think I, even, a, you know, doing some booking or perhaps he was or something like that. So, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, I don't I don't see it, but I'll be I'll be surprised if Ring of Honor gets rid of Marty Squirrel because of this allegations, you know. And the thing is that he actually put a statement out talking about that. You know what I mean? So that it actually happened. So it's kind of like he's not denying it. So we'll see how that's going to end up, bro. And that one kind of hurt because like, damn, man. The villain, too? 
Fuck. I mean, no pun intended, but the villain. Just saying. Uh, not even trying to be funny there, but you know, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, this weekend our movement. I mean, we've seen a lot of people get released. I mean, we talked about it at the top part of the show, Michael Elgin. Uh, we've had, of course, um, Joey Ryan, uh, Travis Banks, El Aguero, uh, Jack Gallagher. Um, and then the rumor is that the Dream, Double Team Dream, can be getting released. So I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot that's going on. Uh, but the only thing I can tell you is. All, all, all we can do as fans in the situation is just hope for the best for all parties involved. Meaning, I don't want anyone flying off the deep end and, and harming themselves because of you know these things making light. But all, all we could do is just hope for the best inside this whole entire situation for everyone that's involved. I, I'm not going to pass judgment on anybody because I'm not a judge. I haven't earned that title. Um, still trying to become a lawyer, but with that being said, man, um, definitely want to thank you all for definitely tuning in today. Make sure you do follow us online as usual on social media, uh, at Twitter. That is, I'm sorry, on Twitter, that is Marks with Mikes. That's M-A-R-K-S-W-I-T-H-M-I-C-S. Uh, that's on Twitter, that's on IG, same handle. And on Facebook, that's the same handle. Follow us there. Make sure you do follow us on YouTube. Guess what? Same handle. Marshall Mikes. You type in Marshall Mikes, you'll see uh, me, Cheech, and Dre the Juice Man posted up uh, with the MWM in the background in the wrestling ring. But follow us there. Also, go to watermaneuver.net. Uh, type in Marks with Mikes to go ahead and purchase our merchandise, our recent merchandise, Positive Vibes Only. Make sure you definitely go cop that. Um, definitely, that's not just a t-shirt, that's a movement. I mean, I live by it, I breathe by it, the whole nine yards. But with that being said, make sure we have to remind you, and I'm being serious, to wash your hands and wash your ass. And as Ray would say, use some soap. But you want to make sure that you're doing it from face to ass, cheeks, but not ass to face. And on that note, we out. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Right now.